It's the Post Pod Show. I'm Lou Diamond. And I'm Jeff Gibbard. Here we are at the Post Pod Show. We have a topic today that we want to cover, and Jeff's going to tell you what it is. Uh, the first topic uh, of the Post Pod Show is what we're calling clock management. That's when the guest cancels last minute. And by last minute, Lou, what do we really mean about last minute? So uh, before I give the answer to what last minute means, because most people will say like, you know, it's about they're scheduled to go on at 11 o'clock in the morning. And yes, there have been times at 1059 that all of a sudden you get an email, a message or something that they don't show. That would be great because many times we actually go into the recording room where we're recording and no guest shows at all. And at about 1130, we'll send, you know, we're sending messages along the way, text messages, messages to backups, assistants, executives themselves, emails, text, whatever format you want to try to get the attention of this person who has completely forgotten about the show or has not given it, has not made it a priority to show up, whatever it might be. So that's what last minute could mean to you. To you, what does it mean? <laughs> um, There's kind of, I have two or three like very common experiences, but I would say to me, guest canceling last minute, Typically, it's a little bit like extra time in soccer. Like, you don't know when the whistle's going to blow, meaning I don't know when I'm going to hit the point where I just drop off the Zoom and assume this person's not showing. But it's it's a situation in which I'm here, I'm ready, I've got notes. If, if, if guests knew how much time we took to create the automated reminder, and, and you sit there and you think, should I send them a 24-hour and a 72-hour? Should I send them a 72-hour, 24-hour, and a one-hour? Should I send them one 15 minutes before? How many automated reminders is too much? Should it be text messages and email or just one or the other? What is the appropriate amount of notifications to send to someone to ensure that they show up? And then, regardless of what you do, regardless of how much you hem and haw at this decision, inevitably, an 11 o'clock interview, you're sitting there at 11.07 going... I don't know if this person's going to show up. It just might be me here today. Do they have the wrong Zoom link? Are they on Teams? Here's my big complaint about this. As we discussed, we've created scheduling links to let people know when they can pick the time that they could come on the show, right? That's that's Convenient the thing. For you. It used to be before we had these, these apps like Calendly or Acuity, which we can actually create our scheduling link that tap into our calendar when we're available to record what day we pick, what hour we pick, whatever it is. Before all that stuff existed, there was a ridiculous back and forth that would make someone not show up on a show pretty likely because you were trying to coordinate different schedules. You'd send a bunch of emails back and forth, a bunch of texts, whatever it might be. But then they came up with these wonderful scheduling systems, which make our lives and everyone's lives a lot easier and specifically podcasting. So here's the thing that fucking pisses me off, Jeff. And that is that we give the link so that the guest can pick the time that they want. They're picking whether they can show up or not. And, and they're using our available time. So then we match up to that. That's why I go bananas when all of a sudden they're not showing up or they forgot about it. They were the ones that picked it in the first place. So where my venting comes from is that they can easily, easily know and pick a time and a slot that works best for them. This is for their benefit when they come on a show like ours because they're usually they're promoting a book. They're launching something cool. They have a great message to deliver, a new keynote, a new speech, a new TV show. I don't care what it is. Whatever the promotion is, whatever they're doing, they're the ones picking the schedule. So stick to it, people. Especially when uh, you've set aside the time as the podcast host, you've prepared, you're there, you're ready. And that time slot is reserved for that person. 
And you could have used that time slot for many other things. I, I don't know about you, Lou, but you know me. I have a thousand projects going on at any given time. I have all these interests. I have all these little quirky things that I'm trying to start up and do. And I've set aside that time. And when that guest does not show up, it is like a dagger through my heart because that is now dead time. Yeah. Because I can't just all of a sudden pivot my mind from being podcast host to being guy who's building this other project that is a completely different type of topic or something like that. I just can't, I can't do that shift. I also think... That since time is the most important, unchangeable resource we have to to work with, right? It's limited what we can use. We're 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 very respectful of of the time that we have because we only have a certain amount of time that we can allocate. If you're like Jeff and you have all these multiple projects, the times that he's allowing you to select to record are, you know, within a certain universe that he has to use. So when it's not being used, to a point, it's not only hurting him in this particular case, because he could be using it somewhere else. It's also hurting the other person. What kind of, so it's a respecting of time and yep. managing it. Now I will say today, in most instances, this is more the exception than the rule. I, hundred so, percent. And, and I think, I think that's because of these scheduling systems and these links, because people are picking it. So the odds of them selecting something and it not working out with them and either not having an admin get back to our program team or themselves coming back and say, this is not going to work. Can I reschedule it? By the way, we also give links that they can reschedule the link so they can go yep. in and click and reschedule the link and move it to whatever they want, which is totally fine. And and I've, I would say last minute, um, what's really annoying is I one time was in the Zoom room and I actually think that my scheduling system has some kind of block where you cannot reschedule it within like an hour of the actual time of our recording. So if you tried mm -hmm. to move it within 60 minutes of the recording, it wouldn't allow you to do it. It would say, you can't do this. This link is dead or something like that. So we, we're at that point, you need to reach out to us so that we can keep going. Uh, I, I'm to the point though, where if I got to that point, uh, I know people that would basically say, I don't want this guest back on the show. Now that's not me. I'm okay with it because sometimes life gets in the way, but it's still fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's super annoying. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm super forgiving to people, um, for a variety of that. different reasons. Um, yeah, I mean, one, I, I, I'm generally pretty bad with scheduling myself. Um, I, I have a, an assistant who helps me with a lot of that, but I also use Calendly specifically because I find the act of going back and forth, scheduling something to be like one of the gates of hell. So I just refuse to do it. Uh, so that's why these tools are such a godsend to me. But um, I've often had a situation where like, this is where I notice it happens most. I'm curious your take on this, but I've noticed it happens most. Like you ever go back and forth with the guest and like you schedule an episode and they're like, oh, something came up like weeks ahead of time, right? So they reschedule. And then like you have something that came up and then you reschedule, right? So you're on their third or fourth reschedule with this guest. That's when I notice it happens the most because you're like, is this... Is this happening? They might be like, I, I, I don't know. And I forgot. And then my my assistant put it there, but then I'm actually on a plane right now. So that's usually where I see it happens more than anything is, is in those multi reschedule. The other one is that, I don't know if you've seen this, even though there's a reschedule link, sometimes I've found that people, because they can't find that for some reason or another, they just go and they schedule another one and then they have two. And then I have two and I'm like, I don't know which one we're supposed to show up on. So that's the other one uh, that I notice. It happens either with multiple reschedules or with double scheduling. A lot of times I'll get a guest who's on a massive book promo tour and they're picking a specific day that they're promoting the book and they're going on numerous podcast shows, which is great. Great way to market themselves and whatnot. 
And yeah, batch processing. Yeah. It's a good way to do podcasts. Exactly. Too. And that's what they're doing. They're doing one hour with this one, one hour with that one. And and I have gotten someone who I know has probably like been on four shows before they got to mine. And now, first of all, they're spent. But second of all, I think that sometimes those shows run over. And the, and because they're in the interview, they don't have the ability to communicate to, you know, I'm running late or whatever. They've booked it too tightly together. I've gotten a bunch of those. And sometimes it's actually funny. I learned that this guest was on one show and there was a video of it. And you can see that I texted them at that point to say, um, let's say her name. I think her name was Julie. Julie, um, are, are you scheduled to come on time? You still good? And all of a sudden you see her in the middle of the interview answering a question, like typing on her phone to me and the video in the previous podcast that she was recording. No, I'll be there in a minute. That's outstanding. <laughs> yeah. That's so that's excusable. So note to maybe? guests. Yeah. Note to guests. No, no, maybe leave a buffer, get a glass of water, go to the bathroom. Uh, oh, give yourself a little break. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, I'd also argue that you know, leave yourself some time to actually get your setup going. As you could see here, Jeff and I have, you know, a setup where we're in a studio and we're in a center of our session. Um, you know, there are those, I, I, and maybe this has happened to you. You ever, you ever have had a, ever have somebody like literally say, Hey, I'm going to do this podcast interview on your iPhone. Oh, in a car. oh, this is a topic for another, another day. day. We have to hold this for another, this is another, this topic is a post pod show post pod. Yeah. This is a post-post-pod show exactly. sort of episode. Uh, but yeah, we've definitely had that. But in terms of uh, guests showing up last minute, I, I, I'll say this as the closing question on this episode, uh, which is, um, I don't know if you've ever had this because I've read your book, Speakeasy. Phenomenal, phenomenal book, by the way. Everyone should read it. Hold it up. That's right. Great book. And I know that you view every conversation as an opportunity. Like you really look at every, op every conversation as being something that is a gift, right? You ever have uh, an episode coming up and, He's kind of hoping the guest doesn't show or cancels. Not because you don't want to talk to the guest. <laughs> They're awesome. But you're just like, I don't know if I got the reserves today. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can show up today. It's very good. He's using all my terminologies in this. For the record, and you know me because I'm always on in those conversations, so I do get myself yeah. up. I've made the mistake as we were talking about guests doing the batch recording to promote themselves. As hosts, we've done that too. And I remembered one day, and maybe it was because there there might have been a holiday weekend, the one before. So a whole bunch of people just queued up on one day. And when I went in for that session, there might have been six episodes back to back to back to back to back. And uh, when I got to the last one, I, I actually think when I got on the show and said, I, I, I need a moment. <laughs> um, yeah. But that, the feeling that you were saying is, do I want to cancel and move this? Yes. And sometimes I get excited when somebody reschedules because maybe it's coming too close to something else. And that comes in. There is this feeling of like, oh, my calendar just freed up. <laughs> so I totally get it. Yes, I yes. do get that. Feeling. All right. Well, final final words for the post-pod show on the concept of guest canceling late. Lou, I will let you go first. What would you say to guests about canceling late? One. Listen to this episode of the Postpod Show to know how we feel about it. Uh, but two, uh, you know, remember it's a two-way street. Think about how you would feel if your meeting got canceled late. Just remember, it's our time. Our time is your time. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just uh, offer that uh, sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's not. But in general, uh, I think the main the main thing is communication, right? Let us know as far ahead as you can. If you got an assistant. Ask them to let us know as far ahead as, uh, as time. If you're running late, too, same sort of thing. Let us know. Sometimes it's going to push it where we have something stacked up behind it. We're not going to be able to take you. Uh, other times it's no big deal. But I think the main 
sort of underlying message I would send to anybody who's a podcast guest. It's the number one thing you can do with your podcast host that you're talking to. Communicate. Let them know as much ahead of time. Let them know, uh, you know, it, what changes are coming. So we're going to give lessons at the end of every one of these shows. This is spectacular. This is actually going to be know, a resource. We're making up as we go along. This is We're making it up as we go along. <laughs> I'm making it up right now on the spot Love it. in the Postpod Show. Thanks for listening to the Postpod Show. It's the Postpod Show. You've been listening to the Postpod Show, part of the Shareable Podcast Network. You can listen to The Post Pod Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to check us out on the Good Pods app, where you can follow, listen, and connect directly to Lou and Jeff and all of The Post Pod Show episodes. You can also find this program on jgibbard.com, where you'll learn about all of the incredible things that Jeff Gibbard has going on, as well as at thriveloud.com, where you can check out everything going on in Lou Diamond's world. Thanks for listening.